Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Songwriting Saves the World. Before we jump into the episode, we want to let you know that if you're listening on Spotify, you can, what's it, oh, like? You can like it and you can, you can download follow, the episode. You can follow. Um, if you're listening on iTunes, you can follow and like and leave a comment. And if you're listening on SoundCloud, you can also like and follow, um, Make sure which to- we would love. No, go Make ahead. Sure- <laughs> I'm like, wait. Make sure to, you know, Stay in touch with what we're doing by following us on yes. Instagram at Songwriting Saves the World. Yep. You can follow us on Twitter at Song Saves World or yep. like our page on Facebook at Songwriting Saves the World. So that way, you know, you keep up with us. You know what's going on. You keep up. And if you want extra content from us, you can become a patron on our Patreon for just $4 a month. You get a Songwriting Saves the World laptop sticker. Um, and extra content from the guests like song breakdowns and um, song reviews and messages and stuff like that. And it's really cool. And we um, upload on that continuously. So go check it out. It's just at Songwriting Saves the World on Patreon. So now let's jump into this wonderful interview with Dana Foot from band Sir Chloe. Sir Chloe. Welcome back to Songwriting Saves the World. Today we have a really special guest, Dana Foot. We have like a little bio intro for you. Um, Dana Foot is the lead singer of indie rock band Sir Chloe. Sir Chloe's first single, Animal, was released in February of 2019. Has been followed by numerous bops such as Michelle, Walk You Home, Too Close, Untie You, and Easy on You. We're big fans, so thank you for being yes, on the podcast. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm excited We're to be excited. here. We have a little <laughs> introductory like icebreaker game called right tour tank and it's the musical mm-hmm. version of f mary kill and okay. so you can write with the artist or band tour with them and then when you have to tank like in a festival game water tank mm-hmm. carnival game so the three Video. options are cage the elephant elephant i said elephant cage the <laughs> elephant tessa violet and grimes oh man <laughs> and you have to say tank yes one of them uh, has yep. to be tank okay um, I would probably write with Cage the Elephant, tour mm. with Grimes, and I'm sorry, Tessa. Just Tessa will understand. I mean, to be fair, those are kind of all really different artists. Yeah. I mean, we do, like, our research. We, like, look through, like, who <laughs> we follow on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> and so then we just pick, but they kind of, that kind of ended up, like, a big array right. of different people. But, yeah. So can you start with just like a background of your musical journey and how you got to where you are now? Yeah, you know, music was always um, a part of my life. You know, my dad is a guitarist and my brother's mm. a drummer. Cool. And um, my uncle is a composer. So, you know, I just grew up in a pretty musical family. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, I was in a lot of musicals growing up and took... Um, you know, took a lot of music classes. I was in band. I played trumpet and flute in my school mm. band growing up. And then I took up guitar my freshman year of high school. And mm. I started um, I started a band with my friend called Guppy, where we just, like, covered... Um, it's a cute name! <laughs> we covered um, Carol King songs. Oh, sweet. Stop. I love Carol King. Me too. Big time. Yeah. And big time. That was uh that was just that was like how I really started just getting into the performing with my guitar and singing. And 
um, you know, after that, I went to boarding school where they, the school that I went to had a pretty strong arts program. So I mm-hmm. met a lot of musicians there. I was in a couple bands throughout high school and then um, played a lot in high school as well. So then, you know, I mm-hmm. started, I didn't start writing until like my junior year, probably. Mm-hmm. And then um, once I got into college, I just started uh, studying music full time. So did you meet like your bandmates in college? Yeah. Uh, I actually got the band together as a school project. Oh, wow. Um, music students at my college, uh, we put on a concert instead of writing a thesis. Mm -hmm. So, um, I basically just recruited my band from musicians that I knew and liked from (laughs) classes and, we just started playing together a whole bunch and fleshing out the songs yeah. and yeah, those original four recordings were the ones that I part of what my concert. That is so cool. I can't get over Guppy. That is such. <laughs> I, I love that you guys can throw concerts. Guppy performs. <laughs> I know, right? It was really great. Yeah, that's sick. So Sarah Chloe is a band of four. What's the writing and creative process like between the four of you? Is it like you come to them with lyrics and then they kind of just like do music or you write together? Like what's the dynamic like? So pretty much um, the writing happens primarily between me and Teddy O'Mara, who's my lead Mm -hmm. guitarist. Mm -hmm. And um, what I do is I'll write lyrics and a melody and kind of some loose chords and Mm -hmm. I'll send... Uh, I'll send stems to him. I'll just like send him the vocal track apart from the guitar track mm-hmm. and yeah. he'll start to arrange it and flesh it out. And if there's, you know, like an extra section that needs to be added or, um, you know, he makes the chords more intriguing and basically we send stuff back and forth. We've, we work remotely mm-hmm. mostly and mm-hmm. we send stuff back and forth until we have like a fleshed out thing and then we bring it to the band who helps us arrange it more. And he does a lot of the arranging in Logic with uh, virtual mm-hmm. instruments. Mm-hmm. But once we bring it to the band um, and we have everybody working together, the songs kind of take on a life of their own. Yeah, so you were working virtually even before, like, quarantine? Yeah, so not not a whole lot has not changed. A, not a whole <laughs> Yeah, that's funny. And Nick and I are in a band together, too. And, mm. like, so we've been doing, like... Um, virtual like writing sessions like Mm -hmm. this whole time because we live in different states yeah and so and then when quarantine happened everyone's like oh my god and we're like okay we've been doing like reads to this (laughs) yeah yeah it's great lives born for this yeah so you guys describe yourselves as like an indie rock band but we wanted to talk about genre because we like have thought about like when we write, like, are we writing for a certain genre or, like, are we thinking about intended audiences? Is that something that you think about when you're creating music or is it just, like, you make something and then you're, like, yeah, that's indie rock well, after <laughs> you, when you hear it after that? We go back and forth with our genre all the time. Mm-hmm. It's so hard to pick one because, you know, like, when you pick one, there's, you know, certain lists of bands that come to mind and you're, like, oh, yeah. well are we in that family or are we in this family? And we kind of landed on indie rock because it's broad. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I mean, 
<laughs> I guess that's yeah that's it <laughs> yeah it's tough because of how people like consume music now like when we like think about like oh what would I categorize categorize this as but I feel like it doesn't matter as much as it used to matter because people when you had to like buy cds or something it really mattered like oh do I like this sound if you don't if you've never heard it before mm-hmm. but now if it's like online people just listen to anything yeah I yeah totally. I just think it's interesting I don't yeah. think I thought about it until we were like uploading our music and we were submitting for playlists and I was like oh what is like yeah. what's the genre and I was like me um, too I don't know yeah <laughs> I don't know and then yeah. you're like and list two subgenres. I'm like I have to come up with two other ones yeah. too it's like you're sitting there like oh god I know. Yeah, it's crazy. But the music is like at the end of the day, it's just it's for everybody. So I just try to make it as broad as possible so that people can see the genre and be like, I might be interested in that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And like the subgenres freaking on Spotify are so weird. It's like, they're like weirdly specific. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, yeah, it's just been on my mind. Yeah, totally. It'd be like coffin core. I'm like, I don't know what that means. What? I've never heard those words together before. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> okay, so back to the whole band thing, because since Sasha and I are in a band, we are very interested in this question. So oftentimes, like, we've learned, and you've been in a couple bands, like, throughout your music journey. Mm-hmm. What have you learned about, like, project management being in a band and also just, like, being in a band with someone and realizing that you make really good art together? but maybe you don't work so well together on like the business end of things. Have you had any experiences like that with bands in the past or like just working with people in general? Yeah, I'm, well, when it comes to the creative, I give, I pretty much give some loose guidelines for how I want it to go. Mm-hmm. And then I'm pretty hands off for how things take shape. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of like, as much as I can, I just try to let, um, you know, the members of the band just take it where they're hearing it. Um, mm-hmm. And then, you know, if I'm not, if I like something or if I don't like something, I'll be like, okay, let's keep that. Let's not do that. And then that's kind of how I like to operate creatively. Mm-hmm. Um, business-wise, I've pretty much handled all of that since the beginning. And mm-hmm. Teddy, I also bring him in um occasionally to help me out with stuff but Mm -hmm. because I've been doing it for quite a while and I just like I just feel better when I'm doing it because I I like to have control like it's like agency over what's going on (laughs) yeah yeah I feel like um (laughs) it's kind of strange but when you're talking about this I feel like picking a bandmate is kind of like marrying somebody because (laughs) they're suddenly like so many things that are so many responsibilities that are tied together yeah totally because like making like creating something and then performing something and like marketing something there's like all these different things that you have to collaborate in joint custody interesting yeah (laughs) yeah and you have to sit down and be like so like do you want to do this forever? Do you want to yeah. do this for real? Like, after I graduated college, I, like, sat down with Teddy, and I was like, listen, I can't do this like, without you. Like, I want to have do this the together. And I had to, like, it felt like I was asking him out. <laughs> okay, another sort of silly question, but whenever I listen to music, I feel like I'm in a montage part of a coming-of-age movie, sort of, you know, a reflective moment, totally. you know, yeah. a building energy moment. 
So I wanted to ask if you could have your music in any show or film, what would it be? And also, if your songs were used, like if a film was based off of your songs, mm-hmm. what would the plot be? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Loaded questions. <laughs> kind of a lot. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. I love, I mean, I love movies. So, like, this is, mm-hmm. it's like, this is, there's a lot riding on this question for me, you know? Right. Um, <laughs> something that I've heard a lot is, um, like, a Skins type of mm. show would be good. And I think that's pretty appropriate for like a show where people are like (laughs) discovering themselves and just like figuring it out and you know um I think that would be something that I'd be really happy with (laughs) yeah Um, I think that's fair yeah and you know if my songs were (laughs) the second part is kind of a lot to think about on the spot (laughs) Asking you to come up with a whole story. <laughs> I kind of, I kind of imagine it as. I mean, this is kind of embarrassing, but like, I kind of imagine it as like, just if my life was filmed by like a director with a great sense of like mm. visual, like they had a great like someone who was doing really great like color grading, Good on cinematography, it and yeah, editing it together <laughs> so that it all looked really fun. Yeah, and, like exciting. Yep, that's kind of how I picture it because you know the songs are all like in the context of my life, so mm-hmm. I just kind of like picture it. Yeah, I think all that makes it's sense. all about me. <laughs> I am the main character. This, all of this, yeah. you're literally <laughs> the main character. <laughs> Thank you so much for chatting with us. This Thank you. Really good convo. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's great to meet you guys. You too. Yeah, it was nice to meet okay. you too. Go. Welcome back. Welcome back to Songwriting Saves the World. <laughs> you know, I love how we say welcome back, but to them, we didn't actually go anywhere. We didn't go anywhere. <laughs> into the Song of the Week and Woman of the Week. Yeah, I don't know. But we're like, just... welcome back. And everyone's like, where did you go? Like, you, you didn't, you go, didn't anywhere. go anywhere. You were talking to us five seconds ago. But anyway, guys, welcome back. Well, so that the listeners know why we say that is because for our own personal life timeline, we get off Zoom with the guest and then we usually chat a little bit about the, how the conversation went and everything and wrap it up and then we go and record the rest. Yep. I'm just explaining all of the background to this process. <laughs> Alrighty, song of the week. <laughs> I want you to go first because my song of the week and like I'm being week weird today. Together. Is your, can I try to guess what yours is? Mm. The Charlie Puth song? No! But is I it gonna... Queen of Silver Linings? Yes. Yes. No, it was it one is, of the two. It is Queen of Silver Linings is my song of the week by Amy Allen. And let me get my notes about this. Okay. So the song is very simple. Cute. And it gets its message. It's simple, beautiful. It gets its message across really easily, effortlessly. Um, the, like, the hook line is, like, call me the queen of silver linings and you'll be the king of good intentions. And I'm just, like, that's just really poetic and lovely. And I really like that. She really does it again. Um, and then she says, no matter what you say, no matter what you do, always find a way to love you. And I just, like, connected with that. And also it's just her voice is very soft and, and comforting. And 
the song just has this like really easy flow to it that I really like. It feels very classic and and effortless. So yeah, that's my song of the week. Go listen to it. Love that. I really enjoyed too. Like I was thinking about this the other day. Songs that I think are just great songs are when you mm-hmm. take them and like strip them of all like the elements, just voice and the guitar and like the melody and stuff. Yeah, but and it's, it's still, still so good. amazing. Yeah, and, like that's how I really am. Like this is a beautiful song. Mm-hmm. My okay, your turn. song of the week is called India's Song, mm. and it's from India Re, who is also my woman of the week this week. Oh, they're tied, yeah. And I just think this is a very, very beautiful song. It's another one that's, like, very simple. And the melodies are really beautiful. And, like, the... I love the the chorus goes, I want to go where the mountains are high enough to echo my song. I want to go where the rivers are deep enough to drown my shame. I want to go where the stars shine bright enough to show me the way. I want to go where the wind calls my name. And it's like... Oh, my gosh. Wait. I've never heard this song before, and those are, like, so beautiful. Yeah, those it's lyrics a really so beautiful. beautiful song. And I used to, like, you know how people are like, oh, I grew up on this person. I, like, grew up listening to India Ari, and this has stayed uh. one of my favorite songs since I was a kid. And, yeah, she just makes me feel like, she. her music honestly makes me feel like I am Mother Nature. I'm like, I am this. That is the best feeling. Yeah. Amazing. Wow. And so a little listen. bit about her since she's my woman of the week. Mm-hmm. She is a singer-songwriter, obviously. Mm-hmm. Love it. And she is a Grammy Award winner. She has sold Ooh, over 3.3 million records in the U.S. and 10 Damn. million records worldwide. Mm. And she's had 23 nominations as well. And she's in, it's under the R&B category. 23 Grammy nominations? Yeah, 23 Grammy nominations. Damn. What? And she's won four. Whoa. Yeah, she's what very a queen. And she's just honestly an amazing songwriter she has like a beautiful like soft calm like soothing beautiful mm-hmm. voice she just i love her and yeah so india Ari, definitely check her out <laughs> i don't do you know the song she did it's called i'm not my hair and it's she like did it with akon i think it's probably one of her most beautiful, i think like, i've heard of that yeah yeah and i feel That's like super cool yeah, I think you would like her. There's a song of hers that I was listening to before we got on this call called Video, and I was like, Flash would really like this song. I'm absolutely going to go listen to <laughs> her. I'm excited. So, and your Woman of the Week? My Woman of the Week is a friend of mine, Lula Pilar. Ooh, I um, Yeah, so Lula is an amazing songwriter and beautiful singer and a really good friend of mine. Um she has a song that came out during quarantine called isolated dreams which you can go listen to which is about like this quarantine and this experience and it's very beautiful um lula and i also have an ep together a little dropping gems a little duo moment um that will actually probably come out sometime in august late august september early september type vibes we've we haven't decided exactly when but you know, it's it's around the corner, you know? And um, Lula just has the sweetest, most, like, sing-song, beautiful voice I've ever heard. She's really, like, she's kind of has, like, this semi-folk indie writing style type vibe. Um, she plays ukulele, 
it's adorable she's very talented so yeah everyone go check out her song isolated dreams and lula if you're listening hi you're my woman of the week <laughs> check it out lula's awesome bye guys <laughs> see you next week thanks we love for listening you. love you even in the dark i see your face